I felt like two peas in a pod with today's guest. The second she came on and told me the name of her podcast, which I'm not going to give away until we get into it, and then just talked about all the different modalities that she likes to try and the different healing things, and I was like, oh my gosh, we would get along so well, and I wish she lived closer. This this conversation is so wonderful if you are someone who feels like you have so many tools and so many beautiful things, and yet you don't quite know how to get out of your own way. Renee is a life experimenter, a healer, and she loves to serve. I think you're going to love this podcast episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Create Beautifully podcast, where the potential in me honors the potential in you. If you're wondering if you can really change and truly find and live your purpose, then I invite you to let me be your accountability partner and for you to be mine. And together, we can explore with curiosity and humor what it is to create beautifully in every area of our lives and to take action to make that happen. All right, Renee. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you today? I am good. Slightly frazzled, but very excited to be on this podcast talking to you. Um, and we had rescheduled because you did like a retreat. I did. So I'm very, I'm very curious as we talk to know if like that brought about anything, but we'll get to that. Okay. Um, so you are, um, you are the eighth out of a series of 10 for my So You Want to Start a Podcast series. And we met, quote unquote, inside Kathy Heller's group, like all the other women so far. And I'm curious, did you join her program? I did. How's it going? I am way behind. So as we, (laughs) as you mentioned, the retreat, I was gone for 10 days. So I missed Mm. several of her episodes or her kind of content. So I have a lot of catching up to do. Basically where I'm at is I have my podcast name. I have some of the equipment and I have a lot of fear in regards to just jumping in and doing. So that's where I am currently. So you have the name, equipment, and fear. Yep. (laughs) Great. That's what's in your your podcast bag right now. Absolutely. (laughs) Kind of a heavy one. It feels like there's a lot of fears in there. So Yeah. It's like giant rocks of fears. Yes. Absolutely. I totally hear you. Um, So I give you kind of a choice as to where you want to start. So we can start with like your name, the podcast name and the concept, and then you can share your story as to how you got to it. Or you can share your story first and lead into what's kind of on your heart with this podcast. Oh, that's that's a tough question. I could go either or. Well, maybe I'll just start with my name, the podcast okay. name, and then I'll tell you a little bit of the backstory. So my podcast Great. name is going to be, or is, because I've already you know captured it on social media and everything, is Born to be Woo. <gasps> Okay, you're already like making me so happy. Okay, <laughs> not that you need well, to make me happy, but <laughs> yes, I love, I love all things woo. Um, I would say probably back in 2014, it was a big step for me to just be courageous mm-hmm. and start exploring a lot of different things that were quite scary, quite intimidating. Um, you know, I think it started with a a reading with somebody, and I was really 
kind of taken aback. A friend of mine had gone and gotten a reading and I was like, oh, you're so brave. I can't believe you did that. And then looking back in hindsight, it was because I didn't want to hear what I knew they were going to tell me. And that's where my fear was on why I didn't want to go and experience reading. But something changed for me when I stepped into 2000, I think it was 2015, 2014. And I just, it was kind of that, that year of new, that year of change for me. Mm -hmm. And so I was brave and I went out and had a reading and it was way different than what I expected it to be. She did kind of an energy healing on me Mm. and then gave me a reading afterwards. And of course, while I was laying on the table receiving this energy healing, because I'd never had anything of the sort, I was like, I'm not doing this right. Um, She can't read me because she wasn't giving me messages. And I thought that she was going to be talking to me the whole time. And so I was just laying there just thinking that I was doing everything wrong, being such a, a critic of myself. And then it just evolved from there. So I ended up learning Reiki. I started getting into Oracle cards. Then that just opened up the door to what else is out there. And I just kept my exploration going. And I continue to explore all these different modalities that I run across. And so Born to be Woo is a way to start introducing some of those topics to people, the ones that I already know, and then still learning about things that maybe I haven't heard of yet. So I love that. I love that. I, um, I didn't tell you this before we started, so it's going to be in the recording. I just, I take notes while we chat so that I can go back to them later, like in our podcast, if we need to, because I'm also, yes, I also, the way that I'm going to do this too, because of your bag of fear, uh, I'm also going to be looking for places of bravery where we have proof of your bravery along the story. (laughs) You know, it is so funny that you say that because I'm a pioneer. I will go out and try things. So like this retreat that I, that you were mentioning earlier that I just came back from, it's a 10 day meditation retreat. And it is a, a course where you go and you learn how to meditate, but you're also experiencing noble silence. So you're not able to talk with anyone the whole time that you're there. You're not able to make eye contact with people while you're there. And you're not able to have your phone. You're not able to have any electronics, any reading materials. You can't journal. Like it's an intense experience. And so I mentioned to a ton of my friends that I was going to do this experience. This is my second time through actually. Um, But each and every person is like, oh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. And so that is a huge act of bravery. So I can go out and do for other people. But when it's standing up and doing for myself, I get shy and I feel a little vulnerable and I feel a little nervous about being seen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's what it, that's what it feels like a podcast is, right? Like, I feel like it's like, I feel like a podcast is like, I want my voice and my story to matter. Yep. And like, what if I put it out there and it doesn't. And it flops and it's rejection and it's, you know, people can be mean and I tend to judge myself enough and to have other people judge me as well. It's a little intimidating. So, So, yeah, I am a hundred percent with you on almost everything that you've said. (laughs) I'm like, I, and I'm not going to like make it about me, but I just, I'm like, whenever I see connection, I'm like, oh my gosh, you need to know that we are alike in a lot of ways. Like I try all kinds of stuff. Like my, uh, part of my podcast is sharing like all the random things I come across Uh and try because I'm like, uh, similarly, like I want to try it. And then I want people to know that like, there's so much out there 
to heal that's not like just talk therapy, right? Or like yoga or meditation. Like even there's so much beyond even that. Um, And so I love it. And that, nope, the silence, I would, that would be so interesting. I think I would love it. My kids would probably be like, can we not call you? Yeah, they can't call you. There's an emergency phone number in the event something should happen mm. and they need to reach you, but your phone is turned in. So you don't even have access to it. It, it is amazing. So the first time I did it was last year, mm-hmm. right at the beginning of December. And I ended up having kind of a unique experience through mine. And when, when I finished with it, I wasn't sure if I would want to go back. Like I didn't know that I had mm. gotten so much from it that I'd want to go back, but Throughout this year, I realized how much benefit I actually received from it and decided that I wanted to go back and do it a second time and just kind of see if I could continue to go deeper with it. But this time when I arrived, they ended up needing servers. And so I I stepped out of the course to actually be a server. So I was able to talk and I was able to still participate in a, in a little bit different way. And it was so... Like I experienced a level of happiness that I haven't experienced in a long time just by being there and the people that I was with and um, serving in that capacity. Like I was in the kitchen, I was cooking and I don't cook at home. Um, Mm -hmm. Not that I'm a a bad cook. I just don't cook at home, right? Like somebody else in my household cooks. And and so to, to be the one standing in front of these huge pots and this huge wok and, and, you know, baking up all these things for 60 plus people. I think at times we were making recipes up to like a hundred people so we could have some left leftovers. Wow. But it just was a really fun experience for me. I learned a ton. And at the end of the course, when everyone was able to talk and how much they raved about the food and just, you know, the comfort that it provided for them, it just really was a rewarding experience. And so I would definitely go back and serve again. And you can't serve until you have sat a full course. So I, I would go back and do a course. I would go back and serve a course. It, it is a transformative experience. Like even now, just being back for about a week, I can tell I've had shifts that have occurred that I still haven't fully unpacked yet. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I love when it's like, I don't know, like I can't name it, but I'm just going to let it like work and like simmer and then kind of see how it manifests. Yeah. That's so awesome. I, I'm I'm really curious to know kind of your, like when you were starting your journey in like 2014, 2015, I had, I had two main questions and sometimes it's hard for me to pick one. So some, I'll just make you pick. Okay. <laughs> so uh, or which one you want to answer first. And also like, if there's ever anything that you're like, I don't want to talk about that. Like, just tell me. Um, so uh, one, I like, I'm curious to know your background and kind of why this felt, um, kind of like a big deal, like moving into like getting a reading, like, why was it like, Oh, I don't know if I should do this. Um, and then, and then like, what, you said you didn't want it because you felt like she was going to say the things. Did you say that, that I didn't you want to hear. hear that you didn't want nope. to hear? Yes. So I'm curious yep. about what that 
was. So basically what this is, is it's my journey. So I like to call it journey of you, which I would, I would totally steal Mm -hmm. that name, but somebody else has it trademarked. (laughs) So journey of you is joy, J O Y. Right. Uh, So it's like, it's like the path to joy. And so my story is I was married and my husband was an alcoholic and the alcoholism kind of showed it, it showed up like after our daughter was about six months old. And I hung into that relationship for years and years and years because I could totally see the potential within him. Like I knew (sighs) what he was capable of being. I saw it. um, Like I just, I wanted so much for him and I just held on to hope and really wanted him to be able to see the addiction, work past it for us to, you know, find our happily ever after. And it didn't happen. And you know, him and I were together for four years before we got married because both of us were wanting to ensure that it was the right thing. And then once we got married, I feel like the person that I married wasn't really the person that I married. Like Mm. the, the true him kind of came out and with that was the alcoholism. Like it, I think it had always been an underlying problem, but it didn't really come out until, um, once we were married. Mm. And so, um, the the news that I didn't want to hear is I knew that the likelihood that she was going to call me out on that being in this relationship and it not being healthy and there was codependency and there was just a lot of things. And so you spoke of talk therapy earlier. I was going through talk therapy. I had tried a number of different counselors and everybody would tell me that I needed to leave him and I wasn't ready to leave him. And so I have now, in hindsight, realized you're not ready until you're ready. Everybody Mm -hmm. can see it outside in, but until you're ready inside out, you can't take that step and it's totally okay. And so I was finding myself again. I was figuring out who I was and finding that power within, being able to set some boundaries, being able to stand in those boundaries, being able to stand in that power. And so whatever happened, and I don't know, I tend to do a little bit of dabbling in numerology. And so maybe it was, you know, transitioning into that new year and that new numerological year type thing. But for some reason, I was just ready. I was like, okay, I'm going to go see what she has to say. And one of the very first things that she said to me, which was early on in the energy healing part of it. So this is where I ended up thinking that I was doing it wrong because she gave me one message up front, but then she didn't talk until the very end. But the message she gave me up front was, Renee, you're a giver and sometimes you give too much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I can resonate with that. And then at the end of the the healing, then, you know, she started sharing things with me. Like there was no way that she could have known these things. And it just really resonated with me. And so then mm-hmm. I was curious, you know, the energy that I believe she was using was Reiki. And so I ended up learning Reiki that year. And that ended up helping me with a situation that occurred with my ex-husband because I couldn't sleep at night. You know, I was, I tend to be an overthinker and sometimes, you know, I was unable to sleep. So Reiki helped me sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And then I started dipping my toe into Oracle cards. And then I ended up getting brave and started preparing for my exit from the relationship. Mm -hmm. And then I exited the relationship. That was an act of bravery in itself. Um, but through that experience, I learned that sometimes you can't, you can't control the outcome. You can 
think it to death. You can play through all the different scenarios in your head. You can, you know, just try to, to make it map out personally or perfectly. And it just doesn't. There's just no way that you can predict. And so that situation, exiting the relationship, serving him the divorce papers, I had to turn it over. I had to turn it over to something greater than myself and just trust that it was all going to work out. And by doing that, it worked out better than I could have ever envisioned. Like there is no way that all my thinking could have created that outcome. And so that journey continued. And then eventually I ended up losing my job due to a workforce reduction and I sold my house. And so between the severance package I received from the workforce reduction and the equity of my house, I decided to invest in myself and I went to school and I learned life coaching and I learned hypnotherapy And I really wanted to do my own business at that time, but I was a single mom and I needed insurance for my daughter. And so I took kind of a six month hiatus though, and eventually went back into the corporate world, knowing that someday I was going to step out of corporate and do my own business, Mm -hmm. but I'm a continual learner. And so since that time I've, I've, so now I have Reiki and life coaching and hypnotherapy. And then I ran across yoga Nidra and I was like, oh, this is the missing piece for hypnotherapy. So I learned that. Then I ran across um, breathwork and I was like, oh, this is that like turbocharge to getting into that altered state of consciousness. And so I added that. And then I added EMDR. I have added EFT. I've added like I'm always putting things in my tool belt right now. I'm trying to learn more about human design Mm -hmm. and I I've added sound healing. Um, Yeah, it just it's like a never ending journey for me. I always find these new and different things that. I feel come together with my, my practice really well. I'm very much a blender. I use it all. And so, yeah, it's just whatever kind of feels called, I feel called to, I go and learn about it. But then this year has just been a year of so much consumption that my brain feels like it's going to explode. So yeah, it was like so much learning, so much learning as, and I put so much pressure on myself because I want to look, I want to know all this stuff yesterday so that I can share it with my clients and share it with those I know, you know, I'm all about tools and techniques, you know, things that you can use in the moment when you're experiencing conflict or things you can use in the moment when you're having anxiety or you're depressed or you're having difficulty standing up for yourself, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so what is your, what's your human design? I am a projector. I love projectors. I'm a generator. Okay. My daughter's a generator. Yeah. Oh, yes. I have a manifesting generator daughter and a manifester daughter. Ah, yes. Okay. (laughs) My partner is a manifesting generator. His son is a projector. And then my daughter is a generator. So we have a a little bit of everything in our household. Yes. Yes. I love it. Um. Oh my gosh. Okay. So tell me about your practice. Like what, so what do you, what do you do with all this? So I call myself a coach and as a coach, I just use all these other healing modalities to work. I like to think of it from the outside in, which is the coaching aspect. And then from the inside out, which is the subconscious aspect, right? So that's where all those other healing modalities come into play. Yeah. And I just, because I am a blender, like if you came in for an energy healing session and you wanted Reiki, I would likely do a guided experience as well, like a hypnotherapy or a yoga nidra to kind of go along with it. 
or like when I'm running breath work, oftentimes I'm doing, you know, Reiki as well while I'm doing breath work, mm-hmm. or I do yoga nidra sessions and breath work sessions at a yoga studio or healing wellness center nearby. And when I do yoga nidra, I start it with sound and then I do nidra and I'm usually sending Reiki during it as well. So mm-hmm. I just like to, to mishmash them and I just kind of follow my intuition. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So were you able to step out of the corporate world? Yeah, I was. So, so interestingly, I feel like sometimes my life is a, is a talk show story because my partner, I actually met him because my daughter dated his son and now we live in the same household and we have a blended family. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And, and because of how we went about things, like I met his ex-wife, he met my ex-husband um, I actually am amicable with my ex-husband now, even though that mm-hmm. fallout was not a good situation. He's five years sober now, um, mm-hmm. but he has had another child since him and I split up and we watch his little girl. She comes over and she spends the night with us. Wow. I know. So it's like our, my story is like weird. Like it is, it's just not the normal kind of situation. It's um, beautiful. But, thank you. But because him and I are together Um, I was able to get on his insurance for my daughter and I. And then when we went through COVID, right, the pandemic, I was at a point, I was actually listening to a book. I think it was Energy Vampires. And in there, there was something that just really clicked with me that I wasn't in alignment with the role that I was doing in corporate anymore. I felt very hypocritical. I was asking more of my employees that I should be asking of them. You know, I knew it was unrealistic and I didn't necessarily have a choice, Um, just their workload. I just had to keep piling it on and piling it on. And that just didn't feel in alignment. And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, wait until after the holidays and I'm going to step out of corporate and launch my own business. And what ended up happening is based on, you know, kind of what I heard in that book and then. I had a family member get COVID. I had a friend pass away. I was like, you know, life is short and why wait? I'm going to do it now. And so I stepped out, but I took kind of a baby step out and I, let's see, I did 1099 work. And so I did some real estate transaction work and then that kind of consumed me and I didn't actually start my business until like August of the next year, which Worked itself out um, because my brother ended up passing away that year. And so I was able to spend time with him while he was in the hospital and be there for, you know, the memorial services and that type of thing and then come out and then start my business. So I've had my business in in operation for about three years, although it's always existed since like 2017, Mm -hmm. but full time I've worked on it for about the last three years. That's awesome. That's awesome. Where Where are you located? I'm in Arizona. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, I wish we were closer. Yeah, where are you? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm outside of Nashville. Okay. Yeah, you're a ways yeah. away. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good plane ride. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Oh, my gosh. I, so so when you when – you fir- I'm still going to go back real quick. So when you first got into, like, the woo and the reading mm-hmm. – was it just was it just like something you'd never explored before? Like I've got I I don't have as much like ingrained stuff from the church in me as like a lot of my friends do. I think like I was raised in New Jersey, but I live in Tennessee now. So I was kind of raised like not 
very religious, but like here I've got a lot of friends that come from a lot of like Christian culture. And so they've deconstructed a lot of it. And so when they finally get into like Oracle cards or whatever, they're like, should I tell someone that I own an Oracle deck? You know, it's like, it's this whole thing. I know. So, um, and it's funny, like for me, I had, I had tarot cards when I was like 12. I was reading like books about, um, reincarnation and then I asked about it at my like Catholic school class. <laughs> <laughs> that went really well. I like went to public I bet school. It did. But, yeah. I went to public school, but I like had to do this little like Wednesday night Catholic class, like because that's what everyone did. And I was like, I'm reading this book about reincarnation. Can you talk? And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it like, and my mom even had this like old numer- uh palmistry book from like the 70s. Oh, wow. She was like, she was like, here, check this out. And I was like, this is rad. And then when we moved down here, it was just like Bible Belt City. And it was like, don't, it, it just, yeah, like, hush, hush. Like, yes. It like shut down forever until like the past few years. It's been like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm coming out of the woo woodworks, right? Like, yep. like that, born to be woo. Like, I love that. So I'm curious, like, was it just that you really hadn't been in that world before and kind of the stigma around it? Or did you have this kind of like religious background around it as well? Excellent question. So no, I didn't have this huge religious background. When I was growing up, my mom worked two jobs to kind of keep everything afloat. And so when I did go to church, it was because I went with a friend or, you know, a friend of her friends or you know what I mean? Like a friend of hers Mm -hmm. um, type thing. So I didn't spend every Sunday in church, but I think, so I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in South Dakota and I don't know that like metaphysical type things were prominent. And so I just hadn't had exposure to them. And, you know, a little bit of that, not knowing what you don't know was just a little intimidating and, you only have the basis of what you've heard growing up, you know, talk, people talking on TV shows or, you know, just different things like that. So I didn't have a lot of knowledge. And so therefore I was kind of scared by it. Yeah, that makes sense. And there was no social media when you and I yep, were. No social media back then. <laughs> yeah. If you just kind of like, yes, just hear about things randomly. Yep. Um, the only exposure that I had to anything kind of woo or um, metaphysical type thing is what did what did they call it when you were little ES, ESP extra sensory perception or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like my mom and I would have had a couple conversations about that where there was things that she had just sensed or knew before they actually happened when she was growing up. But that that was it. That was my only exposure. So mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. I guess. I guess, you know, as a teenager growing up, you know, the Ouija board kind of oh, comes out, sure. you know, like, yeah. like people are like, and there's, there's so much, um, I don't know, just there, there's so much around that in itself. That's just mm. like, you know, kind of scary or like, yeah. you don't know if you're going to connect to a good or a bad or, you know, that kind of thing. And so it was just, I, I was a little intimidated. Yeah. And, yeah. I had a Ouija board. My mom used to do Ouija board with me and it would like move. See, I'm so jealous her. of this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you I wish I would have had exposure board. to this many years earlier. Like I feel yeah. like I'm a little late to the the party. You know, my daughter is 18 and she's, she's been able to explore this with me as I've, yeah. uh, as I've, you know, dabbled. 
I feel like it's just, I feel like also just more accepted and more prevalent now. Like I feel like every, every girl I ever see in like, like early thirties and younger is like a moon necklace on or like a moon tattoo. You know what I mean? And And they're like, they know the chakras and they know like, all this so stuff. true. And I'm like, oh, you just, I'm like, oh, yeah. Even like, even though, even though I was exposed to it young, like I just shut it down for so long. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, I, so I think I have a similar, like, oh, I wish I'd like knew what to, knew how to lean into it. Yeah. You know, and wasn't like afraid of being judged and like all yes. the, you know, and I'm like, absolutely. I love it. Like, I, okay. So my next question, since you are woo. And it kind of bringing into your, oh, someone's mowing the lawn. This is awesome for podcasting. <laughs> I'm going like, to put up my little like side barrier and hope that this, this does more than it's probably going to actually do. Um, okay. 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 So here's my question. So wait, I'm going to ask something else first. Okay. Hold okay. on. I'm going to ask something else first. So. Okay, so tell me when the idea for the podcast, like when were you like, maybe I will do a podcast about this? I, I'm i actually surprised that I'm considering a podcast, to be quite honest. Um, I've had people tell me I need to do videos. I've had people tell me I need to do, you know, blogs or, you know, just share information, but I haven't. And then I, I actually signed up for Kathy's Abundant Ever After class. And she, of course, does her podcast. And I think it was just kind of hearing her talk about it that I started to be a little bit more curious about it. Mm. And then I've, I've been looking at transitioning my business in a way. So like right now I do a lot of individual sessions um, just recently started doing group sessions at the studio this, this past May, I had tried to do some, some group, um, sessions previously, but I'm not good at marketing myself. Like I'm, I, I, I don't do the social media thing really well and advertising and things like that just isn't something that I enjoy doing. So therefore mm-hmm. I haven't done. So I get a lot of my business just from Google. Right. And so, I was like, you know, this could be an avenue where I could get some messages out that would be good for me. It would be a good stretch for me. But at the same time, like, you know, maybe maybe it is something that people would get a lot of joy out of. And maybe that would be an avenue because I want to switch my business to do more of like online courses. I have a three-month VIP program that I do with my clients that I want to make it into an online course that people attend, kind of like a Kathy Heller course, right? Yeah. Um, And so my motto for my business is love yourself, love others, love your life. And so that's where this kind of three month VIP program kind of comes from is really being able to love yourself. And then once you have that love for yourself, being able to share that love with others and being able to enjoy all those things that life brings you as a result. And so much of that is just stepping into your power and being able to set those boundaries and being able to just fully accept and honor yourself and be proud of your accomplishments. And I could go on and on and on in regards to that. And so, you know, this, this born to be woo, like it, you know, so as I was kind of considering, like, if I were to do a podcast, what, what would I even want to do it on? And I just, I love to share tools and I love to share these things. Just like you talked about before you go out and try something new. 
you like it, you don't like it, you know, what's your experience with it, but I can share my experience with you and then you can make your own decision on, oh, I want to go explore that or no, I don't want to explore that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I was like, my dream gig would be to just like get hired to like try all kinds of retreats and then like review them just like, oh, like, yes. a, like a food critic, but like a retreat. Absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best? Or like I love that, right? Like different modalities, and just like have some like rating system and review them. Yeah, <laughs> we we fun. we love escape rooms, and so we also love to yes. go and and review the escape rooms. We've actually found this like Google Sheet online where you can go and put your ratings and why you've rated them and all these different categories. Oh, so we fun. we share our insight that way. But escape rooms is kind of one of our our little hobbies. That's so fun. I love a good escape room. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. Um, yes. So, so how are you picturing, like, do you have a structure for your podcast? I don't. Um, okay. So I guess the vision that's in my head right now is I would, you know, bring in individuals to have conversations around some of these woo topics. And so some of them might be things that I have a little bit more experience in, um, but hoping as the podcast kind of builds up that I can bring in those individuals who are experts in those fields and mm-hmm. be able to talk about, you know, a card deck that they created or numerology mm-hmm. or astrology or, and, you know, an expert on human design that knows way more than I do, you know, those kinds of things. Um, and then I, I, I'm planning to, and this is, this is on my, my to do's. Um, I have the social media channel born to be woo on TikTok. And I want to do mm. minute woos um, so that I can, you know, share a little bit about a topic. You seem minute to like that. Woos? So that, that's good minute feedback woos? for me. <laughs> so, and then be able to point oh that to gosh. my podcast and that type of thing. But I want to be able to give people some action items, some tools, some resources that they can play around with. And, you know, just, I, I love to serve others and I love to help them see the potential within themselves. And so if I can provide them those tools and resources to, to just become that next version of themselves, that would be the ideal scenario for me on what my podcast ends up doing for people. Yeah. So, so a minute woo is just like a TikTok of like a little, Uh, one minute of something. So I kind of have this like box of possibilities idea. Like there's a lot of different topics and things that I have nuggets of information on. And so maybe I'm just pulling something out and just talking for a minute about that particular thing or something like that. So that's so fun. I like my brain wants to flip the name because I thought of like, wait a minute and like, let's woo a minute. Ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Am I allowed to take that? Yes, I like please. it. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Maybe like, I'll play with it. Let's woo a minute. Let's woo a minute. Let's woo a minute instead of like, wait a minute. I love it. So, oh my gosh, that's so fun. Also like just like just podcaster and lover of all things woo. And I have like, so the things that I have on my cat, my podcast and steal any of it, I didn't make any of it up. Um, I have three types of episodes. So I have guests, guides, and personal. And then this, oh, this is like a, yes. this is like a mini series, kind of what we're doing this. So you want to start a podcast just because I love hearing people's ideas and like where their plans are and Mm-hmm. kind of brainstorming and stuff. Um, but in general, my like regular pieces of my podcast. So I've got mine where I'm sharing like something I tried or just kind of like something I'm trying to overcome and and how I'm using the tools to like get through it. Um, and then guess, which would kind of be people who are like actively using these things, you know, 
and yep. have been like working through it. So they're not necessarily experts, but they're just like, here's an area of my life that's like, it's not the shiniest, it's not the easiest, but like, this is how I'm working to make it more intentional. And then the guides, which is really similar, you know, to what you were talking about, about experts in the fields. Um, so just anyone with whatever. And I know you said like, as, and I quote, as the podcast builds up, like maybe <laughs> you could have experts in the field. You don't have to wait. You can, day one, you can have someone on your podcast. Like, so I, so many people know so many things and I'm such a fan of like, you don't have to have a bestseller behind you for me to believe that you have a lot of knowledge in this, you know? That's true. Yeah, that is true. And yeah, there's like- Thank like, you for calling me out on that. That's no, fine. <laughs> this is part of what I do on this mini I love it. I love it. I'm very like, transparent. I always, I always appreciate <laughs> feedback, good, bad, or indifferent. So Yeah, there are so many people and so many decks. Like if you were like, if you wanted to get someone who created a deck, there's tons of like Etsy people who've created decks. I'm sure would love to talk about their decks. There's oh, this girl. Wow, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like you could just go on Etsy and be like, I love this deck. And then contact them on Instagram. Be like, would you want to be on my podcast? Talk about your deck. Like, of course they would, you know? And then I've had so many people who are like, I've never been on a podcast. Like most of the people who are on are like, I've never been on a podcast. I'm like, that's fine. I love what you're offering or I love what you do or I love your story. Like, let's just talk about it. Like, I love it's that. great. Yeah. And like, yeah, there's this girl, there's this there's this deck I really love. It's called Be With Your Body. And I, and I happened to find it randomly and the girl happened to live in Nashville and I was like, let's get lunch. So we like chatted and like there's, and she was on my podcast and like, I'm sure she'd oh, be on your it. podcast. Yes. So like, even, even if someone is like similar to you, like even if they're on like a similar level, mm -hmm. I don't even think they have to be this massive, like you take, take what you want, but <laughs> I don't even think they have to be this, like, I'm a speaker at whatever, like. Even like, like, let's say it's just you and me talking, like, I don't know, what do I know about that you know about? Um, probably, uh, probably a little bit of a lot of what you do, <laughs> but probably not, <laughs> yeah. probably not, a, probably not as intense, but like, you know, if you got someone who was like, oh, I took a human design course, but like, awesome. Come on. We'll just talk human design because like, even if they're not a quote unquote expert, or maybe, maybe they have a thriving practice, but they're not like nationally known, mm -hmm. it's still going to be a compelling conversation because you're both going to have different experiences with it. You're both yeah. going to have different ways that it spoke to you. And it's just going to be a beautiful conversation that people are going to learn from. That's a good point. That is a good point. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let's knock down all the like possible barriers to the podcast. I know. I know. <laughs> and you know, it's like, I'm a coach, right? So I have to sit and coach myself sometimes that I need to practice what I preach. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So since we're woo and all the things, do you know about or use IFS? IFS. What internal, is IFS? Internal family systems. Mm. Oh, no, okay. This is new. You, you have to oh, share. Here, this is your next assignment. Should you choose to accept it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So IFS, I had a bunch of friends that were into IFS. Again, internal family systems. And it was developed by this um, psychiatrist, Dr. Richard Schwartz, like 20 years ago. Um, and he wrote this book called No Bad Parts. And it's taken a while to catch on, but it's slowly like catching on more and more in terms of 
like some alternative healers use it, but it's catching on more and more like in the therapy world where therapists are adding it to their practice. Okay. So you know how a lot of times we'll like, I don't know, we get mad at someone and we're like, part of me wants to embarrass the hell out of them or like get revenge. And the other part of me like sees their humanity and like wants to let it go. Right. Mm -hmm. So it literally talks about how we have parts inside of us. So we do use parts therapy and hypnotherapy. Yeah. So is it kind of like parts? Yes. Maybe it's like parts it, it, therapy. It sounds, it's sounding similar, but continue. Yes. Yeah. 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 It probably is. He just, yeah. He calls it um, IFS and he's apparently the founder kind of, of like parts because he started to notice all these people's parts and they, they all like parts get solidified um, uh, like in childhood or, you know, young adult, like just, just any type of random when we have like kind of a big reaction to something or a traumatic reaction. Like we get a part and there's some like exiles that go and they hide and they're like full of shame and embarrassment. And then they form protector parts. So we have these really, really tender exile parts that we've like shoved away. And then we have protectors around them that are like, you know, we're not going to feel that again. That was the shittiest thing ever. So if we ever see anything that smells like this situation, (laughs) we are going to scream at people, hide from people, not have a conversation, eat a lot of cookies, like whatever the reaction is, like the protector part is like on it. And then there's like extreme protectors that are firefighters. And that's just when you lose your shit, like one way or another, like you shut down or you're screaming or you're like, you know, in, in like panic attack mode. And so, so, so probably similarly, it sounds like to what you're saying, like IFS work, like you go in and you're like, okay, I'm going to find the part, right? So if you're like, I'm a coach and I know all the things, cause I'm, I'm not, I got trained as a life coach forever ago, but I never like completed the certification, <laughs> but it's okay. But we I've used life you. coaching in so much. So any exposure yes. that you have to it helped you and benefited you in numerous ways, yeah. I'm sure. But it feels like one of those, like, okay, I have all these tools and yet, and yet I am like stopped in this thing. So some of my stuff isn't around my podcast, but it is around business. And it's for all the same reasons that you said, like people are mean and <laughs> I don't want to be seen. And like, that's really shitty. And I literally have been doing IFS work just for that block. I've just been oh, like, I, I this. found a therapist that did it. And it's a, he's like a super wild, I've had him on my podcast. He's a super wild therapist. And he's like, okay, do you want like the higher realms to be on deck? Like if anyone wants to come through, like, do you want them to come through? And I'm like, yes. Like Sophia came through, Isis came through at one point. It was oh, like wow. the wildest this stuff. really cool. You might have and to share his info. <laughs> I will, I will, I will. I will. It's Chris, yeah, his name's Chris Hancock. He's was on my podcast and I can send you his info, but he's, and he does virtual. He's so rad. So I say that because it's like, I'm with you and that like, I have these tools and yet there's some part in there that's just like, yeah, but. <laughs> it still doesn't feel safe. Yep. You know? And it's like, oh. and it's like, how many hours do we meditate on it? How many like energy healings do we do around it? Like what, like what is going to get in there and be like, yes, break through it. A wet yes. And be like, yes. because I'm listening to your story. Okay. And you've talked 
repeatedly and you specifically use the word brave, which by the way, most people don't use, like we all think bravery or think courage. I don't think I've heard anyone, at least on any of my podcast episodes or anyone I talked to, like literally just use like, I was brave. This felt brave. I did this brave thing as much as I have heard you say it. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, like, What's like your word for that. The first thing you said was like, you didn't want to do this reading, but you were brave. And that was like the, one of the first things. And then you talked about like, you know, leaving this marriage and that being a really brave step and like stepping into all these things and those being a really brave step. Like you mentioned brave a ton. So I was like, okay, so not only is, is bravery important to you because it's a word you say a lot, like, it's literally something that you're familiar with. Yes. Right. Well, in being the pioneer, right. That is bravery yeah. right there. That, yes. you know, when I did corporate, I was always advocating for others, you know, saying the unpopular opinion, saying the things that they told you not to say, you know, it's like, no, this needs to be heard. Let me, let yeah. me just speak up. So I know I have it in me. I know I have yeah. that ability. Yes. Sometimes though, the thing, the task is just, it feels like Mount Everest sometimes. Yeah. I know. I totally, I totally know. I totally know. It's very frustrating, isn't it? Oh, it is. <laughs> and, I, and I know in the moment I'm going through this because I'm going to make it to the other side and then I'm going mm -hmm. to be able to help my clients go through it. So I know that's why I'm going through it, but it doesn't make it any more fun to go through it. <laughs> I am with you. Yes. Yeah. I have a similar, like, I have a similar, like, okay, when I get through it, like, like what a spiritual growth thing. Absolutely. Right? Yes. It's just like, who will I be on the other side? Well, what's her name? She probably has a name. Oh. Because all of those future? characteristics. Yeah, that yes. future version of you. She probably yes. has a name. So yes. you can call her in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've done a medit. So there's a book I really like called um, Oh my gosh, it's by Tara Moore. Oh, it's called Playing Big by Tara Moore. Okay. And she has this meditation where you find your inner mentor and your inner mentor is you in 20 years. And so like you meet her and you talk to her and then you ask her her name. And I did this and it, when it was like, ask her her name, it was like, well, be my name, right? Fully came out with a different name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I remember being like, that name sounds stupid. <laughs> like, I don't like her having that name. And then, you know, I'll like Google stuff that like comes up in meditation or whatever. And her name was Sasha and it means defender of mankind. And oh, I was wow. like, it's like, okay, well, that feels I like can, I can embrace pressure. Yeah. <laughs> it was like embraced and also like, okay. Oh my God. Okay. 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 What am I doing with that? <laughs> um, so yes, I totally, I totally believe I, you that there's like, yeah, go ahead. I did a, a yoga nidra session one time and it was one that I had found on insight timer, which is an amazing app. There's all kinds of free content out there. Um, mm -hmm. But it was, it was one that you have kind of an out of body experience and you go to a future place. And sometimes, you know, when you're doing something, you're having an experience and you're kind of in it and you're like, I am not getting anything out of this. I should just turn it off. This is just Yes. stupid. Right. And so, so I was going through it and I just really wasn't digging the guy's voice. The way he talked mm -hmm. was a little too slow for me, but I was just like, you know, 
I'm going to just hang in there. I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to, I'm going to finish it. I don't have to ever do this one again if I don't like it or whatever. It ended up being this really cool, profound experience where I did step out of my body and I did, you know, go to this future place and was able to see my future self and kind of the surroundings. And to this day, I hold that vision and think of that as possibilities. Mm -hmm. Think of that as like, well, if I was able to see that in some way in my subconscious mind, it must exist for me. I'm, I must be on the path to create it. What are the steps that I need to take to get to that future version? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you're going through a modality and you're just like, I, I don't know what the heck this is. And I can tell you, I've done breath work with a number of people that the very first things that they say when they get done with it is like, WTF was that, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, you know, sometimes it's just subtle and sometimes it's really in your face and, yeah. It, it was just a really, really neat experience. And I'm glad that I stuck with it because here we are. I'm sure it's been two years ago that I did that experience and it's still mm. with me. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I love stuff like that. Do I you know, have right? like, yeah. So one of the things that I like, are you into astrology? We didn't oh, mention yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like, and I recently just did a, like a podcast episode that was like, how do you take action like how mm -hmm. like how do you you know kind of take the next step and it was like I kind of broke down like the three things that made a lot of sense and I and I for me to feel like I'm supposed to be doing this <laughs> is like right is like a big thing like feeling like the universe is either like yes do this now like this is the step <laughs> you should be taking <laughs> or like and or like I'm made for it, right? Like it's in my chart, you know? I love that. Yes. And so like, do you ever look into that or like, or pull your cards or like look into your astrology, like, at, like where the astrology is now and be like, what's well, asking me to move forward or it's like, oh my goodness, telling yes. me this is right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did have an astrology reading one time and I need to go back and do it again because you know how sometimes when you go to somebody who have so much knowledge that it just completely goes over your head, like you just... Mm -hmm. They, they weren't able to really bring it down into layman's term for me to understand. Mm -hmm. But what she did share with me is like, when I looked at your chart, like I thought I was meeting like this, like superstar kind of musician or, you know, like somebody who is like a really big name or whatever. And I'm like, like you said, like, oh, it's, it's in my chart. Like I'm supposed yeah. to do big things. And I've always felt like I was supposed to do big things. And so I feel like I'm on my journey. And then to go back to human design, I am a four, six, which the, the six is the one that ends up with a role model. And when you hit kind of that age 50 mm -hmm. is when you finally step into that and 50 is next year for me. Mm -hmm. So I feel in everything kind of resonates, right? Like I'm very drawn to what resonates and I'm very much a dabbler and I don't always remember all the facts of everything, but I remember how something made me feel. And so, you know, all of this is just kind of because I'm a blender, it just kind of mishmashes inside. And it's like, nope, I know I'm meant to do something. And, mm -hmm. and I'm meant to do something big. And I don't know what that is necessarily yet, but I feel like these are the steps in that direction. So yeah. My dad, ready. my dad is a one six. Okay. And I, and he's, um, he's 72. And so I've been able, like, I was like, oh, I think he's, I know he's a six. Cause I know that that's like 25, 50. Yep. Like, yep. That's line. the only one with the stages. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, and literally like he, he was a musician, like long story short and like almost had record deals and fell through and then always had to have a second job da, 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 and like literally in his 
early mid fifties, like found this one country artist and it like late fifties made his very first million. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, well, so. and so I'm a four, six and so <laughs> is my daughter, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. And so, you know, part of me is like feeling a little bit, I don't want to say sorry for her because it's just such a journey, <laughs> like, you know, and, and so I think, you know, cause right now my daughter is like an amazing artist, an amazing mm-hmm. artist. And she's just graduated high school. She's trying to figure out kind of what that next step is for herself. And she's, she's a generator. So she kind of needs to wait for other people to initiate it for her. Mm. Right. And then she goes out and she's a doer. And so she feels really stuck a lot about Mm. what it is that she's meant to do, what it is that she's going to do for her career. And so, and then knowing she's a four, six, I'm just like, you might have a little bit of a journey ahead of yeah. you, but you know, <laughs> lean into it. Use that exploration, that experimentation. Try new things. You know, trust your gut. See what see what's coming up for you. Mm. So it's it's so fun to watch yeah. her. Like she has so much talent, and at the same time, like she's so much a mini me. Like I see so much of myself in her, and I was Aww. like, oh, how can I like wave the magic wand and just make the path ahead for you so smooth? Yeah. Oh, I know. I know, like, yeah. So how how old is she? You said she's in? She's 18. 18, okay. Just finished high school this year. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But she um she did AP art this last year, and she submitted her portfolio, and they gave a rating of one to five, and she received a five. Oh, and wow. that she is one out of, like, 300 and some people worldwide that received a five. So wow. she she's talented. Like, she she is really, really, really good at what she does. And she's just trying to pinpoint like, what is that trajectory for herself? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'd be like, girl, who knows? Sky's the limit. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's literally only been in the past few months where like, I feel super aligned with what I'm doing and I'm a creative, like I'm a photographer, um, you know, along with the other things we've been talking about and I'm almost 44 and it's like, I've been doing it for a long, but it was finally like, oh, things are like clicking in a way that they've never clicked. And it's like, you know, you never know. You don't know when it's going to, when it's going to click. I still feel like I'm trying to determine what I want to be when I grow up, right? Yes. It's just this ongoing thing. So, you know, when I look at her and she's just getting ready to make those leaps, it's like, you're going to probably be trying to figure this out for a while. So just go out and explore and, and try those different things and, see, see which ones you like and which ones you don't like. And you don't have to be perfect, you know? So yeah. 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 Try it. See what your soul thinks about it. <laughs> yeah, yep, <laughs> And then absolutely. like adjust, right? Yeah. So, okay. So in terms of the podcast in general, how excited are you by the idea of having a podcast? <sighs> I guess it depends on the day. Some days I'm like really gung ho and want to make this reality. And some days I'm like, did I really say that out loud? Can I just like stuff it down and pretend like it doesn't exist? (laughs) So I, I would say that that, that scale of excitement is variable. Yeah. Didn't that probably affects like you going forward, right? Oh yeah. 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 There's, I know that I'm in my own way and I, have to just feel the fear and do it anyway. And I know that I'm getting there and I'm pushing myself, you know, trying to put little baby steps out there and 
Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. I'm here with you. That's, that's a, that's a step Woo-hoo. like, because you know, it's, it's being confirmed in an outward way, not just with, within my household of what it is that I'm creating and getting ready to do. So have you thought about like retreats? Yes. Yes. Retreats are definitely something that's going to be in my wheelhouse for sure. I, I see, I see big groups of people. I really do to the point where I'm offering scholarships for people to come and attend. Mm -hmm. I see, you know, helping Mm -hmm. individuals with relationships, maybe even helping individuals who've gone through a divorce, be able to be amicable with their ex-partner so that the kids are able to experience the love of both parents. You know, I feel like there's something there for me. Like Mm -hmm. I know there's things, even doing like a, a meditation course to introduce people to, you know, the, the process so that they can prepare for say a 10 day course, you know, give them some baby steps. Like there's some big things on my horizon. And I think I'm just a little intimidated by what I know I need to do. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I asked because when you were talking about your podcast, you, you were like, other people have told me I should have a podcast. And I agree. Like you're, you've got, I mean, just like, any, any voice works, but like, you've got a really great voice. You're super engaging. Um, you're passionate about what you talk about, but I was curious how lit up you were around the idea of like podcast. (laughs) So my, my true business name is heart to soul wellness. And Mm -hmm. so it, it is, I kind of see that business growing into something that eventually other coaches kind of come on, you know? And so like, Right now, it's like heart to soul wellness with Renee Ione. I'm born to be woo with Renee Ione, yeah. you know. And then eventually, maybe it'll just be my name. And that's actually my first and my middle name. It's not even my first and my last name. It's just it's mm. my grandmother's name as my middle name. And I I feel like mm. I'm kind of carrying on her legacy. She was the one person in my family that I really felt like I looked like, and I feel like I might have even been her in a past life. Who knows, you know? Oh, wow. But but it's just. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'm stepping into this new version of me, this new identity. And, and, you know, I feel like big things are out there and I'm taking the steps towards them and I'm trying to, to get over that apprehension that's there and just trust yeah. that I'm doing it for a reason. I'm, I'm able to help a lot of people. I know that. And now I just have to shine my light so that people can find me. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Oh my gosh. Wait, I'm looking at my notes. Okay. Um, first, what I was going to say, just to what you just said, like, I I, I love that you came, I love that you were like, yeah, I'm going to come on. Like, I don't, I don't know when I'm going to start the podcast. Like, I don't know. Like, I also, like I said retreat and you were just like, right. Like (laughs) you were like, here's all my ideas for retreats and helping people with divorce. And then a meditation course, I was like, oh, which I I love all the, I'm like, oh my God, do it all. Um, I need somebody to like market it for me, to advertise it for me, because that's the area that is not my expertise and the area that I don't necessarily enjoy doing. You can pay people to do that. I know, but (laughs) you know, you need to, you need to have the, the, the funds there to like, Mm -hmm. you know, be able to, to pay people, you know, I was like, maybe I could exchange services for a while or that kind of thing. Like my business is okay, but my business isn't a millionaire business yet, you know? So yeah. 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 Exchange. Exchange is awesome. Or like, or, or maybe there are retreats that like have, have guest speakers or like guest leaders, you know? 
I did have an individual join in one of my breathwork sessions that does retreats and she has asked me to come and facilitate breathwork at her retreats. Yeah. Um, so her and I are in contact. So, you know, it's, it's baby steps. Like I, I know, yeah. I know is coming to fruition. It's just, I have to be a little bit patient yeah. and, and just trust that the people that are in alignment will find me, I'll find them and yeah. we'll do great things together. That's what I like. That's what I was going to say that I, that I see it's like this, like I'm willing to be like, okay, I'm going to put my, like, I'm going to put my foot over here and I'm also going to put my foot over here and I'm just going to like, let like, you know, I'm just going to like make my energy known and like, let the universe know that like, okay, is it here? Okay. Is it here? Okay. Is it here? And like, and just trust that like, it will all come. Like, that's what I feel like. And I, don't, I have no, I actually, even though I feel so immensely aligned right now, like more with what I'm about to kind of like really put out into the world, I still don't know. I'm, I'm like, will that be the thing I'll be doing in 10 years? Yep. Eh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but I feel like similarly, like, uh, was it the end of last year? Yeah. The end of last year, I did like an Enneagram training program and I was like, I'm going to train in the Enneagram. I'm going to become an Enneagram teacher. I did this whole program. And then I was like, I, and then I had like a side passion project that I might do. And I had thought about a podcast. So I felt, it felt similar to like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, and then when it, when I did the whole training and then I just, I, I, it was similar. Like I could just feel like the universe was like, we're just, just do this and this, and we're just going to like reshape around you and like mm-hmm. put some new things in front of you. And then it, everything was like, tsh, and just opened up. But I think you have to kind of do these like, like, okay, I'm going to go on the podcast and I'm going to talk about my podcast and I'm going to like <laughs> talk to this lady about leading breath work. And I'm going to talk, you yeah. know, and just like, just be like, what is coming down the pipe? Yes. And I think all these different things that are coming up are helping me step into my confidence, right? Yeah. Um, as I go and because I, I like to show up for other people too that are learning these modalities and be a receiver and, you know, it, it's great opportunity for them. And at the same time, it kind of builds my confidence like, hey, you know, I, I'm a little bit further past this beginner point than than what they are, you know, they're on a great journey and I've been on that journey and look at where I am and I can kind of reflect a little bit and give myself credit because I don't always do that, even though I, you know, try to remind myself of my accomplishments and be proud of myself and that type of thing. But yeah. So you, the thing that you just said that you went through and did training for, what what is that? I haven't heard oh, that before. Oh, the Enneagram? Oh, good. Now I've yeah. given you a couple things to look into. <laughs> Yes. So the Enneagram, I would, if you're into human design, you probably like the Enneagram also. Okay. Um, so it's a, it's different in that, you know, the human design punch in your info and get like your, all your human design and stuff back. The Enneagram is a, on the surface, it's like a personality typing system. Okay. Um, I have a whole intro to the Enneagram episode. It's like episode four in my podcast. Okay. Um, so they're, yeah, it looks like a personality typing system, but it's not just like Myers-Briggs. It really kind of shows you, it kind of gives you like the map of like where you are, the places you tend to go, and then like the places you kind of neglect. Hmm. Um, so 
there's there are nine numbers, three body type numbers, three head type numbers, three heart type numbers. And each of them, the way that you kind of determine what you are is that each of them have a um, like a core motivation and that it's generally like the most core for everything that you do. So mm. yeah, and it's kind of cool. So you there are tests online that you can take and I always tell people and any like any good Enneagram person will tell you like it's just a guide. So if you get like, you're a four most and you're also kind of a seven and you're also kind of a five, like you'd basically want to listen to a podcast episode about each number and it's ultimately you that's going to name what your number is um, because you're the only one in your brain knowing actually why you're doing things. Mm -hmm. I always tell people like, so let's say, let's say I'm someone who writes an email and then I rewrite it 17 times. And so some people are like, you rewrite emails all the time. You're probably an Enneagram one. And it's like, well, if you're a one, you're rewriting that email. So you get it right. So no one else will think that it is wrong. Okay. Like, so it is the most correct email in either grammar and spelling or what it has to say or what have you. Like, and then there are some motivators where it's like, okay, you're rewriting this email to try to keep it from someone attacking you. Or now you're rewriting this email to like show your knowledge. So we're all, we're, we're, the action is the same, but the motivation is different. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's really motivation based. And the cool thing is you're, you're connected to four other numbers, like they color your number. And so uh, whatever your base number is, you, one you kind of access in stress and one you kind of access in security, like in order to, in order to like prevent stress or like, oh my gosh, I'm stressed. Now I look like this number, like, oh, I just feel safe. I'm going to go to this number. And so, so it's kind of neat. So you kind of look like all these things, but they all have, um, they all have their own characteristics. And when you know them, like sometimes you'll just be talking to someone you're like, oh my gosh, I know I'm not supposed to like name your number, but I really know what number you are yes. right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really know. I read into that all the time. As a coach, like I'm always like, can yes. I can I can I share something with you? Would you, would you be open to hearing something? <laughs> I totally want to do that all the time. Uh yeah, but it can also be used as kind of like kind of like a meditative practice. So you know a lot of times in meditation it's like be aware of your ego and like what is the ego doing? So this almost helps you define like a lot of your egoic patterns or your like auto oh, patterns yes. because the type, right? I put that in quotes for example, the type it will be like, what is, it's like running your software system. It's like the thing that's running. So you can kind of use that as like an awareness to like break out of it or realize where the type is running. Does it shift over time or does it stay the same? It does not shift over time. Some people okay. like to be like, I feel like it shifted. You, there are there are levels of, I don't want to say health, but like there's levels of like effectiveness of each number. There's like nine levels. So you could be, you know, the worst levels are like, you know, uh, drug addict, suicidal, like that kind of stuff. And then most of us are kind of in average levels. So there's different levels of them. Okay. Um, and you can also find yourself like, you can find yourself like more aware of the type. So you're kind of 
actively choosing to make like healthier choices versus completely type run choices. Mm-hmm. But your type is still your type. And the cool thing that they that not a lot of basic Enneagram stuff we'll talk about, there's actually um oh my gosh, I'm like out of practice. It's like the higher Oh my god, if anyone who taught me Enneagram was listening, they'd be like, Well, remember this. <laughs> there's something Busted. about like I know. There's like um it's so sad. I can't remember it, but it, uh, it's like a higher ideal basically. And it's kind of like, I read something that's basically like, if you were an enlightened being, there's like an enlightened version of the number. Mm, so it's okay. like, you're still kind of that. I mean, like none of us are going to get there, but it's like, so even as like an ethereal soul or whatever, there's still like the way that this number is. So you don't, you don't change numbers. Okay. You okay. you may realize, like, you may get to a point where you're like, oh, I have my number wrong, but you didn't shift numbers. Okay. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah I'll yes. have to go out and do some exploration. Yes, it it sounds interesting. It's usually, it's usually most running you in your 20s. Okay. So, like, if you take a quiz and you kind of want to answer it, like, what was I doing in my 20s? Like, what would 20 of 20-year-old have me done? But there's some great podcasts. Um, there's one I like called the Enneagram Typecast. It's a lot of fun. I think you'll like it. That was like a lot about the Enneagram. <laughs> you know, I do not need anything else to add to my learning tool belt because I, I feel like I have so many things in motion at the moment. For whatever reason, this year has been the biggest year of filling my brain with with nuggets than any other year. And I've always been a learner. So I don't know what it is about this year, but maybe next year is going to be a big one because I just keep feeling like I should know this already. I should I should be done with this. But I have had to take that step back and be patient with myself and know that I'm encountering the information at the pace that I need to encounter and just, you know, mm-hmm. allow myself that progression. That, you said that though. And, and that made me think like, well, then maybe it is a really good time to do a podcast because like you've got, so, you did so much learning and now to kind of put it. Oh, I have so many tools. So um, many tools. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of things that I could talk about for a long time. (laughs) I know. I bet. Um, Okay, wait. Because there was, because we're like, we got to, we're kind of like almost at our time here. Um, But I wanted to do where I took all these notes. Where was it? Um, Oh, okay. I know what it was. You were talking at this, at this, new round of the retreat where you were a server Mm -hmm. and how much joy you got out of it. And then you found out how much comfort you provided. And I was like, maybe that is like the angle to help you feel into your podcast. Mm, I like that. As in like a serving way. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to I'm going to have to spend some time thinking about that because I do I do love to serve and and I know that that's a big reason of of why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um you know, all the different positions that I've held in corporate and everything that I've done post corporate and everything that I do with my friends and everything that I do with random strangers that I run across at different things mm-hmm. is I'm always trying to lift them up. I'm always trying to give them something that will help them in that moment to propel forward, to see that, 
that future version of themselves that's possible. It's that's kind of my message is it's possible, right? Mm. And so doing a podcast in a way that serves others or doing uh you know videos for TikTok or whatever in a way that serves others is is definitely something that is in resonance. So I will I will uh, take that little nugget. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I was like, oh, that just seems to me. And providing comfort, like, because I think there's so much in that. I mean, even even just in, like, the permission for people to be woo, because the title, like, Born to be Woo is, like, and you're kind of beginnings in it, like, you know, dipping your toe in it. Some people are like, I don't know, should I do it? Well, and it is so much of the societal norms, right? We're always mm. afraid that somebody's going to judge us or somebody's going to find out that we're doing this or that or the other. And and we don't want to feel rejected. We don't want to feel like we're not living up to expectations and we beat ourselves up and we have these strong inner critics. And at the end of the day, it's like, what is it that lights you up? If, if mm. you're doing some, you know, modality, you're going and having acupuncture, you know? It lights you up. There may be some people out there like, why would you let them put needles in your body? You know, right. even though it's it's something that's been around for a really long time and there's proven yeah. to be a lot of benefit. There's always going to be people out there that are going to put down your decisions or not agree with your approach. And to be able to stand in that authentic self and say, oh, well, I do it because I enjoy it. I do it because it makes me feel better. I do it because it's taking some downtime for myself, you know, whatever it is to be able to stand in that and be proud of your decisions by all means, that's what I want people to be able to do is just be like, you, you can have your opinion, but I do it because I like it. The end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. All of that resonated. Yeah. The other piece that you said that felt similar to that, like that serving piece was your love yourself, love others, love your life. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this fits into like, yeah loving yourself. We, we have to feel good in our own skin. We, yeah. we have to realize that we are on this, this planet, this earth, this, this human existence right now to be special. We're all unique. We all bring different things to the table. And as much as we try to be the cookie cutter version of everybody else that's around us, we're not meant mm. to be that cookie cutter version. So mm-hmm. to be able to just own that and be like, no, I'm here to be different. I'm here to be unique. And what is it about me that I am ignoring because I think it makes me feel different and embrace it. Yes. Yes. It's like, yeah, me with my capital N in my name, I got to grab my water here. Um, my, my capital N has always made me different and I hated it as a, as a child because it made me different. And the spelling of my name because it has an AE, it made me different. I couldn't find the little tchotchkes. And oh, somewhere same. along the lines, I'm like, I like my capital N because it makes me different. I like the yeah. spelling of my name because it's different. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I enjoyed the spelling of your name. I could never find tchotchkes in my name either. No one ever has Liza. They have Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, But yeah, and, yeah, the love yourself, love others felt like the, should you venture with the podcast that like, the podcast is a way to love others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I know that I have a lot of a knowledge to share and being a four, six in human design, like I'm meant to be that role model. And so that feels in resonance. Like sometimes you go through life and you're just trying to figure out those things about yourself. Right. And when I hit human design, I was like, this just 
had so many epiphanies, so many ahas, so many like, oh, I get it now. That makes sense, you know? And that's why I like all the different things that you can go and do for yourself as far as assessing and the, you know, the Myers-Briggs and just all the things. Like they give you little nuggets, little components where you're like, okay, that makes sense. I'm not, I'm not crazy. Like I, I felt like I was different in some way, but this has an explanation and oh my gosh, like it feels so good, you know? And yeah, so I I know that I'm meant to just share all these little nuggets and things that I've encountered along my life's journey with other people so that they can, you know, continue along in their life's journey. Yeah. And you might still be, what is it like up on the roof? Is that the, yes. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) On the roof. Yes. On the roof. I'm on the roof. And I do, I do feel very much like that, really an observer, really um, a witness right now. Just, yeah, isn't that interesting? Oh, mm. I want to, I want to learn more about that or, oh, that's yeah. curious or, oh, look at how I showed up in that situation. Hmm. Didn't really want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So as we wrap up, I have three questions that I ask everyone. So okay. um, if you are interested, I would love to have you back in six months and see like, where you are in your podcast journey and you don't have to be anywhere in particular in order to come back on and chat. Um, So, and you can have any answer you want to this. So in six months, what would you like your story to be? Oh my goodness. So six months would be April. April. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So April is my birthday. All right. And so I'll be stepping off the roof and stepping into that, mm-hmm. that role model, um, really embracing it. So where I'd like to be in six months, my story is that I felt my fear and I did it anyway. And I put myself out there and was vulnerable and started sharing my message. And I would love that my message would be in resonance with other people and that they would find some... I don't know, just little nuggets or tools and things that have bettered their lives in some way. And I would like to just have the the confidence in all things that I'm doing and just really feel like my business and everything is in flow. So trusting and in flow would probably be the two kind of pieces that I would really want to be existing for me in six months. I love it. And what do you have um, that is in your life uh, to support you? I mean, we kind of know some of the answers, but go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. You know, my family system, my strange household is my, like, they're my biggest fans. They're so Mm -hmm. supportive, so encouraging. So we communicate so well. And um, like, we just... Being a blended family, we continue each and every day just to get a little bit more settled and a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more in resonance with one another. And so I I feel really excited to have them um, with me along this journey. And I have a lot of supportive friends and a lot of people who are cheerleaders and and things like that. So I, I, I feel like I probably have more people around me that lift me up rather than tear me down, which is probably more than most people can say. So that's awesome. And you've got a bazillion tools. I do. (laughs) (laughs) And what might stand in your way? Just myself. I get in my own way. You know, I tend to want everything to be perfect. I want everything to be um, 
just tied up with a nice bow. And the reality of it is, is life is messy. And the more that you can throw, you can show up. I almost said throw up. Um, but the more you can show That's up just authentically <laughs> appreciate. Yeah. People appreciate that. Right. People appreciate mm-hmm. that, you know, you're human and you make mistakes and you, you know, are able to just do it anyway. I love so that. I have to, you know, I have to like practice what I preach. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Thank you, Renee. This has been awesome. Absolutely. And I could My probably pleasure. talk to you like for a whole lot longer, but <laughs> <laughs> it sounds I'll like we have a lot of rest. things in common. So we probably I know. could. I know. Well, thank you so much. And thank you. I uh, thank everyone for this, for just trusting some random person in a random Facebook group and coming on. And uh, I had a blast talking to you. It was and fun. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for the invite. Yes. Okay. After listening to that, I would love to know because Renee is